Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. From the ultimate seminal sports source comes another original live content production. Stretch off with Devontae Love-Taylor. You bring the live rounds, he'll bring the pancakes. And now, number 58 in your programs, but number one in your heart, here's the man of the next half hour, Devontae Love-Taylor. There he is, y'all. Devontae Love-Taylor joining us in the flesh. Welcome into Trench Talk. I think there's like week four of us doing it. Devontae, you know how this works. We take questions from everybody on social media, Twitter, Facebook, War Chant, YouTube. I'm going to go ahead and start right now with Mary over on Twitter because I think she's going to ask the question that we're all thinking. At least I'm thinking. Uh, she just wants to know that, first off, she loves the show, loves having a current player's input. All she wants to know is, how are you feeling, Devontae? Are you good for the next game? And just know just know that she's proud of the steps the team has taken. The future is promising. How do you feel? How much? What time did you go to sleep last night, big guy? You know, after watching the game and everything, uh, just processing everything, I fell asleep at about 3 but I feel good physically, you know, rough game, kind of heartbreaking. But, you know, we're going to bounce back and respond. And, yeah, I'm good for the next game. So, wait, did you did you watch like a cut-up of the game or did you watch pretty no. much the whole game afterward? I watched like the film that we watch every day. I watched the full game. Was it just you? I mean, how many other people were watching film? I mean, is that um, something everybody does? Everybody watched it separately. You know, after I hung out with my family for a little bit, you know, I just laid down and watched it and then went to sleep after all right, but you're feeling good, you said. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good. It was a hot night, man. That was exciting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can, you, can you talk about the emotions you felt just from what that crowd did? I know sometimes we talk about it maybe too much, but, man, that, that was something different. That, that's the way Doke used to be. It's the way we hope it's going to be moving forward. But can you just uh, describe what it, was, what it felt like to play in front of that kind of crowd last night? To, to be honest, like I never felt anything like it. Um, you know, growing up, seeing seeing that on TV every Saturday – and like never thinking you'll actually be a part of it, but you're you're standing there. I'm at the coin toss and I'm just looking around and I'm like, wow, like I'm really here right now. And it was it was like a dream come true. But at the end of the day, you know, after that coin toss, you just had to shake it off and go play football. How nervous were you at the overtime coin flip? Like I I feel like I'd be so nervous. I'd, I'd say like the wrong thing. I'd point to the wrong direction. But are you just do they simplify that you're just like I'm just pointing over here. I know my job. No, they simplify. You get one or two options. You win, you get your option. If you don't win the toss, you know where you want to play at. And, you know, you're more nervous at the opening coin toss because when it's time for overtime, you've already played the whole game. You know what they're doing. So, All right, well, let's jump into some of these questions here. This is, comes from STS Noel 86 
uh, slow start for you guys, but you came on so strong in that second half. What was what was kind of said at halftime? Could you let us know? Uh, it was just do what we do, you know. Uh, you know, our big message is respond. And we got our adjustments. You know, the coaches make great adjustments at halftime, and we just came out in the second half and did what we were told and tried to execute. You know, I think Jordan said last night in his post-game interview that it seemed like they were, you know, there was a lot of stuff that Notre Dame did that you guys were not expecting. I guess how much of your guys' developments, adjustments in the second half was the fact that you guys were finally able to kind of get a grasp of what they were running and then show what you guys were capable of? Well, yeah, that, that just speaks to our growth and having a full year with this staff. You know, that was part um, that was part of our success in the second half was we were able to adjust stuff in the middle of drives and everybody was able to understand it because it's one thing when they just draw it on the board and yeah, you understand it. But once you're out there in the game and you're doing it, that's where the uh, the process and the growth comes in. How crazy was it to be such a big play offense last night? I, I, I know you guys are capable of that. We saw you do it against like North Carolina last season, but man, especially early on, it was just, if there was nothing happening, there was nothing happening. But then when you guys would strike for plays, whether it was Jay Sean's touchdown run, whether it was Ja'Kai's touchdown catch, like, to be able to be an explosive big play offense, how important and I guess how comforting is that for you guys moving forward? I mean, I think that's just a little taste of like what's what's to come, to be honest. You know, I think we're going to keep working and getting better every single week. And last night, that's the worst we're going to be this year because we're going to get better every single day and we're going to improve week by week. Um, Hunter's putting you on the hot spot. Maybe I shouldn't have taken this, but I think, you know, you can, you, you, you can tip your cap sometimes. Who was the, the hardest matchup for you during the game? Um, there wasn't a bunch of individual matchups, but, you know, I'll tip my hat to, uh, 41. He, he was a good player. Kurt, he was a good, he was a good player. Um, I was playing mostly guard and they were more in a three down front. So I didn't have many one-on-one battles, but you know, they, they were a good unit up front. Their linebackers were good. They were a good all around defense. Gotcha. All right. Uh, a lot of people asking about Dylan. I think Dylan's good. I don't know. Can you give like a nod or something? I want to put you on the spot, but I think Dylan's okay. Well, I know Dylan's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Everybody's got that. So we can move past that one. Um, Kenzie says uh, you guys did a real good job run blocking and such. Uh, what are some of the things you guys are going to be working on to improve? You think overall as an offensive line here moving forward? We're just going to work on improving everything. We're going to take our mistakes from last night, learn and then take things we did well and do them even better. And like I said, each week and each day, we're just going to continue to get our 1%. Right on. All right, let's head over to the warchant.com travel council. This comes from our subscriber, Greyhine. I think that's how to pronounce it, Greyhine. Howdy, DLT. Heck of a battle last night. What was the vibe in the locker room after the game? You know, uh, guys were upset. Guys were down. But, but we fought. And, you know, remembering where we came from and all the work we put in, you know, we – I don't need to say what was said, but we all came to an agreement that like we don't want to feel like that again. And, you know, we we got to get that taste out of our mouth. I know it was a huge point of emphasis for Coach Norvell to, to make you guys mentally tough, to be able to handle adversity. You know, when it became 38-20, I didn't feel all that optimistic about how the game was going to end. What were you guys able to do when you guys were down that far to, to kind of claw back? I mean, what were the sort of things that you guys looked back on? Was it was it the trip to Jacksonville? Was it huffing it in a dorm room for two days that kind of made you guys tougher and, and able to respond the way you guys did last night? It was just the way the programs run. You know, we, we get put in, adver- in adverse situations every single day. You know, our practices are harder than the games. And that's that's what makes us 
be able to come back from 18 points down in the fourth quarter. You know, it's the way we prepare. You know, our coaches create chaos every day of practice. So when there's chaos in the game, it's nothing new. I asked this, but Bowden Law is asking us, so we'll bring it back. But just great effort from the team. How did the energy of the crowd affect your guys' performance? And could you talk a little bit about Jay Sean's big 89-yard touchdown run that broke the ice? Well, first of all, the crowd was amazing last night. You know, I mentioned previous in the show, pre, uh, previously in one of the shows that, you know, we just want support. And the support last night was ridiculous, you know. And we're very grateful for all the fans that were in, uh, in the stadium. And that run, you know, that that really opened the game up, you know, because, uh, you know, they, they threw the first punch, but we threw one right back. And that just showed, like, okay, like, we're in it now. Like, let's go. How about this one? Uh, comes from Kyle. Uh, you know, we're not going to get into quarterback depth charts or anything like that, but what was the feeling of the team seeing McKenzie kind of come in and, and score, obviously, with everything he's kind of been through? I don't know if you guys are able to kind of understand or embrace that in the moment, but what was it like for the team to see him come in and have success? Man, it was amazing. You know, you just can't help but root for guys like McKenzie. You know, ever since he got here, he's been so like – he's been so involved with everybody – and getting to know everybody's name and just he's been you would have think like the way his relationship is with people on the team you would think he's been here for four years and just seeing how he came back from his injury and the conversations him and I have had about my injury and how like, he's helped me out a lot and just seeing him go in there and do that you know it it was hard to like really process it at that time because you know we're in the game but afterwards like wow like that's amazing like he really did that yeah, man, we forget you're 10 months removed from a pretty major injury yourself. Man, like, how do you feel physically after going through a full game? Do, do you, does it, you're like, oh, okay, like I, I feel back to who I am, or was it? A little yeah, different? yeah. One thing, like, um, I, I did a conditioning towards the end of the summer, and I was talking to Emmett Rice, and he told me, he said, he said, you're still you, you know, that doesn't like whatever happened to you, that doesn't make, mean any different. Like, he said, at the end of the day, you're still you. And I guess how cool is it? And l- listen, man, I'm I'm petty, I guess. Um, if, if I was Jordan Travis, if I was a starting quarterback out of school and they brought somebody in to compete for the job that I thought I'd earned, I think I'd probably be a little bit defensive and a little bit, uh, you know, salty about things. But Jordan seems so sincerely excited to be on a team with McKenzie and they both seem to uplift each other. How does that make everything that much easier for you guys as a team to have two guys that, that really are about the team and not themselves? You know, you got a situation like that, it's like, it's either going to make somebody fold or someone get better. And it's made our whole quarterback room better. Well, not just the quarterback room, the whole team, because, you know, like we got competition throughout the whole team now. And it's not even like hatred towards one another in the competition. It's you want to see your teammate get better because, you know, if they're getting better, you're getting better. And that's making the team better as a whole. All right. Speaking again, better as a whole, after seeing the overall results, Octavio asked of the offensive line, I mean, you guys went against the number nine team in the nation and you pushed them around. You guys ran for almost 300 yards. How much more excited are you now about the future in this season after the way you performed against a team like that? You know, I'm very excited, but we're just going to take it one game at a time and just keep trying to get better. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Um... <laughs> Some of these questions are crazy, Devontae. Like, I'm like trying to like sift through and make sure I'm getting that's, that's too, uh, you know, crazy there. Um, 
lots of guys are just really everyone's like pretty stoked about the way you guys played overall so they just just hope you know that i'll try to pull up as many as i can on those uh but in the meantime we'll bounce back over to the warchant.com's travel council this comes from mark down in naples he was up here with his son says Devonte, what a thrill it must have been for the team last night in that environment i was there and hardly have a voice today very proud of you guys especially for dominating the fourth quarter after being down 38 20. Question going forward, losing a heartbreaker like that, do you see it motivating the guys to come out and play that much better in the coming weeks? Not to downplay an opponent, but I can see a dominating performance this Saturday against Jacksonville State. Keep up the great effort. It was obvious last night that some serious work is going on. Go Knowles. Well, you know, I've said before, you know, it's not always about the opponent. You know, I feel like if we play the best that we can and we're the best team we can be, that there's not many teams that can beat us. So last like last night it was a heartbreaker, but seeing how how such small details can affect such a close game, you know, that's gonna go that that leaves a bad taste in guys' mouths. And you realize like, man, if I would have took one step this way, that could have made a difference. If I would have did one more thing or one more rep at practice or anything like that, that that could have impacted the game. This comes from our barbecue pitmaster out in Perry. He used to play ball somewhere uh, back in the day. He says, great game. Have you guys discussed priorities of what you need to clean up? And how was your pregame meal? Oh, uh, yeah, we talked about it. And pregame meal was really good. <laughs> what was the pregame meal, DLT? Uh, it's usually a buffet, and you get to pick what you want. I usually have the same. I've had the same pregame meal for, like, four years. I usually get a, a, I have some sort of steak, uh, pasta, and then green, be- green beans. So how does it work for you guys as an offensive line? Like, is there an overall offensive meeting you guys will have with, with Kenny and, and Coach Norvell and then Coach Atkins gets you guys? Or when you guys go in terms of looking at what was happening last night and what you guys need to do to kind of improve, or is it sort of we don't really need to maybe dive too much into it because we all understand our roles in this thing and, and what we need to do? Yeah, you just have like you have a full offensive meeting and then you meet with your unit. All right, right on then. All right, let's uh, let's see here. Lawrence T says, "What's your goal for Jacksonville State, stat-wise? I don't know. Keeping track of your pancakes and decleaters. Just no, the way. There's not really a goal uh, stat-wise, really ever. You know, you just want to go out and do what you can do to make sure the team wins. Right on. Uh, let's see here. Kesna Kesna Lawrence says, uh, "How did you and your team feel about the standing ovation after the game?" Um, you know, we were all still pretty down. Uh, but you know, it was cool to see. And, you know, we, I don't know. It was, it was up and down emotions. All right. I mean, I'm proud of our fans. Listen, we're, we're not maybe the most loyal, <laughs> but you know, we're, we're pretty used to a high standard and when it's not met, we can kind of maybe pack it in. But I was really, especially the students, man, the students have gotten a bad rap for a long time, but they were, they stayed in the stands the whole time and were loud and rowdy. I know, I know you knew the point that you wanted to play in that end zone for overtime because it was going to the student section. Yeah, for sure. Back to the Tribal Council of Warchant.com. Don't forget, hit that thumbs up button, y'all. That costs nothing. Just hit a little button. Let's everybody know we're doing this thing. This comes from Spartanol. This is Ralph, who made his triumphant return to Tallahassee after a 23-year absence. Devontae says, Aloha. How's it? Very proud of you guys and how hard y'all fought for four complete quarters and overtime. My question is, early on, the struggles, was it due to them doing something different that you guys might not have expected, or was it just new faces needing to get game-time experience with each other? Mahalo, go Knowles. Um, I don't want to speak for the group, but speaking for me personally, you know, it was just getting 
to a new position and having to really slow the game down. You know, nerves are jumping at first, first game back. And you just got to let the game to you, come to you instead of going and attacking the game. But once we got our feet in the ground and we could see what was going on, I felt like we picked it up pretty well. Um, Richard Hetzel asks, are you guys able to interact with recruits? If so, what was the feeling like? Uh, yeah, we are. I didn't really, uh, host anybody on their official, but you know, I know a few recruits and they're, they're excited. And I think this is going to be a really good class. You know, I've met a few of the old linemen and they, they're really excited to get here. All right. Brian Taylor asks, uh, rather says a great game. Devontae Love Taylor was your family able to be there? Yes, they were. They were, and they they uh, headed back home uh, this morning. How do they do? So, like, is it is it your mom? Is it is it your brother? Like, who gets the most emotional watching the games? Uh, I'm not sure. They usually stay pretty calm because they know, like, I'm I don't get very emotional, so they don't get too emotional. But they usually just I don't really talk to them much on game days because they know, like, I'm I like to be in my own space. So they kind of just let me be, and then I'll talk to them after the game. What about your girlfriend? Does she know to not like bother you on a game day too? Is it like everyone's got to leave, got to leave the big guy alone for a few hours? Uh, it depends on if I'm responding or not, but she's, she's very supportive. So. All right. People have been talking about this quote given by uh, Jermaine Johnson, who uh, we got to speak to after the game. I'll pull this up from the warchant.com tribal council it comes from candy for Knowles. Great game. Devante. I was a proud Knoll alum watching y'all fight and scrap and battle Sunday night. I see lots of W's coming your way this season. In the post-game interview, Jermaine Johnson coined this, not a loss, but a lesson. What is one of the lessons you think the team came away learning, and how can this only make the team better? Biggest lesson would probably have to be attention to detail. You know, like I said earlier, um, you know, it's always one little thing. You know, if if I would have did one thing better, if I would have kicked out a block better, a run might have went for 20 yards instead of two or three yards. And that could have been the difference in the game. So that's just how I think. And I think that's how most of our team thinks. So I think all together, we're going to get better. And yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back here to YouTube. STS Noel 86 defense play with a ton of intensity and was flying around. How does that affect you guys on offense? Uh, when the deep, I mean, the defense, I think had nine tackles for loss. Uh, they got that interception to, to send it to overtime on the Hail Mary. What was it like to, to see the defense kind of come out there? And also, uh, is there much communication between you guys during a game? I know people think there is, but. No, seeing the defense, you know, just seeing those guys make plays that we practice against every day, you know, it's really rewarding for us because it's like, man, like them boys are dogs. And I see them out there dominating and I'm like, I'm at practice. I'm practicing against them every day. And I'm seeing them making plays and then, you know, they came up to us and they said, y'all get it in. We'll get another stop. They just say stuff like that, like right before we tied it. And they did. They said they did what they was going to do. That's awesome, man. All right. So now that you've practiced, you know, you went through a whole camp. You had a whole spring, a whole camp going up against your guys defense. And now you played against the number nine team in the country. I mean, how much sort of added confidence do you have that you're going up against guys that are pretty much going to have you – I mean, you, you go up maybe against as tough of a defensive line as you guys are going to see all season, or is that maybe being a little too optimistic? No, that's iron sharpens iron at the end of the day. So, you know, I'm going against who I think are some of the best defensive linemen in the country every single day, and that's making me a better player. And I'm prepared for it when, when it's time to go on Saturdays. 
Man, I am trying to, I am constantly hitting refresh, Devontae. I want to I want to see the pro football focus grades from my boy Robert Cooper. I think my boy Coop had a pretty good game last night. <laughs> I say kept pushing people back, so we'll see when those things pop and we'll uh talk about it maybe at another point. But let's go back to the tribal council warchant.com. GBR Noel, proud of the way you and your brothers fought, Devontae. It's been a long time since Doke has had that level of electricity in the stadium when it really matters. Not many on the roster have experienced that. Was it surprising or something you anticipated with all the hard work that the team has been putting in? Um, it was surprising to me, you know, just seeing that many people in one place. Uh, I haven't really ever seen that before, to be honest. But, you know, I felt like it was very rewarding because of all the work we have put in and dealing with the COVID year last year. And I, I just hope we continue to do that every time we have a home game. And I hope it wasn't a one-time thing. I know, I guess early on, a crowd can kind of make a difference. But, like, did it carry you guys, you think, for the entire, whatever, 65 minutes of ball you guys played? I don't want to say it carried us, you know, because I felt like we do a good job of keeping it within the team. Like, we carry each other. But the crowd definitely uh, made an impact on the game, especially defensively. Oh, Hunter's got a question. Hunter Newbarth on YouTube. I, I saw Seminole Boosters post a little video about this. What do you think about that new entrance tunnel? It's like it's like Club Knoll. Like you guys, you guys are walking through a club in, in, in South Beach or something. I actually didn't get to see the tunnel. I was out at the coin toss, so I didn't wow. get to like see it all lit up and everything. But um, like seeing the videos of it and stuff was really cool. And then, yeah, it was it was it was really cool. Yeah, man, they're they're putting in uh, a lot of uh, effort on that. So. Uh, let's go back to the warchant.com travel council. Another reminder, folks, to think about 10 more minutes, your guys' questions over on Twitter, social media, YouTube, Warchant. Hit that thumbs up here on Warchant. We do appreciate it. And also don't forget coming up at seven o'clock, it's going to be the Sunday smash debuting on Monday, but it will be on Sunday moving forward because Florida state plays on Saturdays, but it'll be Jeff Cameron, Irish Ophel talking about the weekend that was in the college football universe. I think maybe giving you some financial tips too. If you want to bet on certain teams, I think. But uh, stick around for that one. Uh, we'll bounce back here to the Tribal Council, Warchant.com. Max Diesel asks, uh, how much film study do you guys do on a team like Jacksonville State? Uh, quick scouting report. Don't give us a scouting report. But uh, how much film study would you guys uh, – does it differ on a short week like this? Or do you guys – is film study the one thing that won't get the corners cut on it in a short week? Well, we're going to do the same as a unit that we always do. But individually, you know, you try to get in as much as possible – without overdoing it because you don't want to over-prepare. You know, there's such thing as over-preparing. Um, but I watched them play last week against UAB. Uh, I think it was one of the first games, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I watched them play last week, and then I've watched some film today, like individual film. All right. Uh, keeping in that sort of theme of what this week is going to be, KF Gordon says how much, I guess, of this week physically is recovery versus building and moving forward. Um, you know, we had a good recovery day today, and we do a great job of active recovery within the program. So we're going to continue to recover and but get better at the same time. All right. Um, let's see here. Bounce back here to YouTube again. Taking your guys' questions here with uh, Devontae Love Taylor on uh, Trench Talk. Trying to sift through all these ones and, and get the good ones here. Uh, sometimes a little more difficult than you would imagine. Uh, were any legacy players on the sidelines? And if so, were they pumping up the team? I think, I think McKenzie said he met Derek Brooks before the game. And uh, were, were there any big time uh, FSU alums that you saw in the locker room or around the team, around the program this weekend? Um, we had our, our, 
our victory walk where all the um, alumni come and speak to us. And there was, there was a bunch, I think there was about 20, 25 alumni, but um, not on the sidelines. I didn't really see any, but I wasn't really looking for any either. You know, I was just kind of focused on the game and then in the locker room, I'm just getting ready. So I don't really look around to see who's in there. You know, people are talking about whether this is a moral victory. There aren't moral victories. So I'll pull up this comment, I guess, from Lawrence T and you can maybe, expound on if you'd like to but he says he likes it he thinks it was cool to see you guys being upset about taking the loss as well i mean a lot of fans are upset but to see you guys upset about a game that i i mean i'll be honest Devontae, love you guys I, I wasn't expecting you guys to win the game but the way it played out it was it was incredible to see and i'm extremely encouraged by what you guys can become but uh, you guys went to that game thinking you were going to win right this wasn't like let's keep it close you guys went in that ball game trying to win it and you almost did yeah you know we know the work we put in we know the type of talent we have um, and that's why we were so disappointed. You know, we had every intention to win the game. It wasn't like, let's just make it a football game. It was like, no, we're going to, we want to go out there and win. And so that's why we were so upset, but you know. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Lawrence, he says your interview skills are top notch. Keep getting better. Don't let no one tell you different. I've heard a lot of guys talk. Your details are much appreciated. Um, yeah. So thank you, Lawrence. All right. There you go. Mace. Growing, growing. Um, let's see here. STS Nola 86 says, does all the cheering, yelling, and screaming at home between my son and myself make a difference? I know a lot of us were yelling at home, man. Uh, do you, do, would you get crazy watching a game when you were a kid and think it made a difference? I, I would, I would. I was very superstitious. You know, if a team started, if the team I wanted started like losing, I would change my seat. That's the so. way I got, man. <laughs> it got it out of me though. Thankfully it didn't take me too long. Um, uh, let's see. I think we talked about this before, but Richard Hetzel asked, do you prefer blocking for the run or the pass? It doesn't matter. Whatever is needed. That's what I prefer to do. You know, they pointed out a lot on the telecast. Uh, you know, there was plays where Dylan and, and Robert kicked out and pulled. I mean, was that something you guys were doing a lot last season? And how does that kind of just indicate how much you guys have grown that you guys got like, you know, pulling guards and tackles and, and that was the stuff that I think helped launch Jay Sean's run. Uh, it's just game plan stuff, you know, depending on the scheme, we have the athletes to do it. You know, we're big, but we can run too. So, you know, it's just game plan. Okay. All right. We can't go too much in the game plan question. Guys. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I get too carried away. I'm like, we got a guy that knows all the things ins and outs. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Briley, uh, huge props for a massive display of growth as a team. Is the team prepared to make sure that this game is a launching off point as opposed to a one-off performance for a whole season of growth? You know, the energy in the locker room, it was it was a lot of love for each other after. And I feel like we've grown so much as a team that I feel like it is a launching point. So I think we are going to see a lot of growth. You know, so we don't want to say it's a moral victory. There are, you know, obviously there's wins and losses. That stuff kind of counts, but – I'm sure you guys would feel, uh, feel like a million bucks if you guys had won that game, but there's different levels. There's a spectrum of winning and losing, I guess. The fact that you guys were so close, does that kind of give you the encouragement or, I don't know, maybe the confidence that you guys are, that you are that close, that all the hard work that you're putting in, that the coaches are talking about, really is putting you guys on the right path? I mean, it, how valuable is that experience from last night? I think that just it speaks to the buy-in, into the program, into – what coach Norvell believes. And I think it's a direct result of that, you know, your commitment to the climb and that it showed up last night down 18 points in the fourth quarter, you know, in previous years, I don't 
know if Florida State would have came back from that. So I think that just showed how much we are all bought in and how we're going to continue to work. People asking about whether or not you've ever played center. Uh, but you're going to play <laughs> guard, right? Guard, you're comfortable. Uh, if needed, I'll go where I'm, where I can. <laughs> uh, Kyle says, uh, pass along to Jermaine Johnson uh, that the defense definitely made a statement. Let everyone know that the Noel defense ain't no joke. That Not kid's pretty good, Devontae, huh? Iron very, Trump, <laughs> very good. Very good football player. Um, my goodness, man. You know, we had such high hopes for him, and, and the fact that he was able to deliver, that's uh, – man, I, I was on my – like we put almost – I felt like we put too much expectations on the poor kid, uh, but he came uh, out and played crazy. I see it every day at practice. He's a good football player. I mean, does, does he wreck a lot of plays for you guys in practice? I, I know there's some coaches that will tell the guy, like, all right, man, like, hey, he needs to sit out a few snaps because we need to try to run some stuff, and he's making he's making problems for us. No, you want you want that, you know, because you know there's going to be weeks where we're going against guys that are better in practice than the guys in the game. So you know you want you want to go against guys like that every day. Uh, let's let's rewind the clock. Go back to your your recruiting days. We always talk about you know guys making visits, being on campus, watching a win, how important it is. Um, yeah, I, I, there's so much that goes into committing at a school. I don't know how much of it's being on campus when they actually win a game. So uh, Jared does ask, do you think this game will result in new recruits committing to Florida State? If I had an offer from Florida State and I was at that game last night, I would have committed on the spot. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, it's right. You ain't wrong, man. I believe you on that. Um, rolling things down here. Uh, get your questions in. Hit the thumbs up button. Les Coop, man. How about Quayshawn Fuller? How much better is Quayshawn Fuller this year compared to last you know, Quay, he's he's developed a lot, but that's like I said, you know, we brought in Kier and Jermaine, and that's ironing sharp and iron. You know, you're pushing the competition in the room, and when you bring in guys like that, you know, the whole room gets better. Fabian, too, man, huh? I mean, it was not defensive, yeah. but Fabian, I mean, the whole defensive line played pretty darn solid, man. Yeah. Pretty darn solid. All right, folks, so let's see what we got here. Uh, Tony, Tony's like the, the most happy, positive, upbeat Florida State fan there is, Devontae. So we'll go out on this. Uh, let Devontae know they played one hell of a game last night. So spread the message to your teammates. Let them know everyone's in your guys' corner, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's a wrap for us here on Trench Talk. But a reminder, 7 o'clock, top of the hour, the Sunday Smash makes its debut. It's Irish O'Fell and Jeff Cameron talking college football and Florida State football. Maybe a little gambling stuff, too, if you're into that. 7 o'clock live here on War Chant TV. So maybe go grab a snack, come back and watch that. Um, I don't know, man. Go take a nap, Devontae. Go have a nap. I don't know. But do something. Take some time off, man. What a grueling uh, last night it was for you, man. But uh, on behalf of everybody that's posted the comments, man, just know that uh, if you're a fan of Florida State, you feel so confident and so encouraged by the way you guys played on Sunday night, man. We can't thank you guys enough for, I guess, believing in the messaging and putting in the hard work and, and being able to execute the way you guys did, man. Thank you. Thank you. He's Devontae. I'm Aslan. Thanks so much for watching Trench Talk. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Again, 7 o'clock, Sunday Smash coming up. Have a great one, everybody.